for example, my app is like number one on Android for the search business, right? And that's been for the last two years. There's like no way I would break into the top 10 even in Google search on that. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I am here with Alex Genadinik. Now, uh, Alex reached out to me actually a few weeks ago about putting a Udemy course together on email marketing, and so we've decided to partner and put together a whole how to you know how to basically make money every time you send an email uh, course that's going to be on Udemy. It's going to be uh, quite a it's going to be pretty comprehensive. Now, this podcast isn't really about that. What we're going to do is I wanted to dive into uh, some of what Alex does because he does some pretty amazing uh, SEO stuff, and he even has some some almost like ninja hacks to to game recommendation algorithms, which I think he's been using on Udemy to sell, I think he has 60,000 students or something incredible like that. So he's very good at uh, SEO, but not just SEO. It's, it's you know, understanding how to game that recommendation algorithm, how to sell more products on Udemy, uh, and some really interesting stuff like that that you don't really, you don't usually hear about, especially from your run-of-the-mill, you know, SEO consultant that, you know, all they do is, you know, build a few links and send you sign up. So here we are today. I'm here with Alex. Alex, how you doing, mate? I'm doing great, John. Uh, thank you for having me on. Um, thank you for all the hard work you do for putting together the podcast. And uh, I'm excited to share my strategies with your audience. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So, I, I mean, like I said, we're, we're doing the course. Now, we'll talk about that at the end. Uh, you know, we'll go through sort of what it's going to be about and where they can get more information, all of that. But right now, uh, let's dive into, before we get into some of the, like, the, the nitty-gritty uh, advanced SEO and the recommendation algorithm stuff like that. Can you give the listener just uh, some background? Like, who who are you and what do you do? Oh yeah. Um, so I started off as a software engineer, and you know I got a computer science degree. But when I worked as a software engineer for companies, it was always always it felt so limiting, right? Because I was kind of spending my time just making other dream, people's dreams come true. Like I I would walk by the CEO's office and his job always seemed more fun and I was like I want that job but like you know but as a programmer they just want you to sit in the corner and like just code and you know it was a little a lot boring uh so you know always I was tinkering with stuff like in the morning in the evening on the weekends I was like try, trying to build my own things and of course they would you know programmer you know like nothing of a business so you would fail all the time and um it just would fail like miserably but over time I started like learning you know a little bit more about business, which is like a really mysterious thing for if you're like a software engineer. And things started failing less and less. And then, you know, at one point, um, I started making successful products. With my first successful products were like the business planning apps on uh, on Android and now the iPhone. And for the last few years, they've been like the number one. If you search for the word business on Android, like for the last few years, it's been like the top top app, like literally number one. And behind me is like a bunch of million dollar companies, and I laugh at them. Um, but in those apps, they've gotten like over a million downloads altogether now. And then after the apps, you know, um, because they were business apps, I was seeing all the issues people were struggling with, and that sort of informed my books. And now, you know, fast forward a little bit, I have like over 15 books on Amazon, um, and then I started answering people's questions on the apps in video, which, you know, now I have like a YouTube channel with like a million views. Um, 
And that really led me to the YouTube experience really was like a training ground for me and led me to um, Udemy, which is where like, you know, you make more premium video, premium educational content and basically online courses. And I really fell in love with that because it's a fantastic platform. Um, and the students really love, uh, you know, learning. And I, I actually, I love sharing what I know. Um, and really, I love helping people prevent the mistakes that I was making when I was just learning business because a lot of the mistakes I would make later on when I would look back at it I was like wow if only I had an advisor or somebody like only in like a five-minute conversation they could have like prevented me from this like three months mistake and so now I'm really happy that I'm able to help others avoid those kinds of mistakes in their businesses um, just by providing like you know really sometimes common sense but sometimes advanced um, you know, business and marketing advice, you know, on my apps, apps, books, courses, and YouTube. So that's pretty much uh, how I started and where I am now. Awesome. So, you know, it's interesting, I think, because you mentioned one thing that like programmers are, you know, are not usually good at business or not usually marketers. The thing is, there's a lot of like, um, you know, there's a decent amount of, you know, I, I think, you know, fairly uh, successful entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast, but there's also a segment that are beginners or they're entrepreneurs or they still have a job and they've heard about, in my case, it's going to be copywriting and, you know, so my story was I was in the Philippines and, and that was where I sort of got my chops. Um, but, you know, some people, you know, they're working in New York, they're working in a western city in Sydney or wherever, they've got a job, they want to quit, they want to have this lifestyle and so they focus on marketing but, here's the interesting thing, is most people, it's, you know, it's funny, that in the internet marketing echo chamber, most people who are really good at marketing don't make any money. And so I think what's really cool about what you've done is you're not coming from a marketing background, you're coming from the technical programming background and you've managed to figure things out and get some pretty incredible results. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, actually, the engineering degree does help a lot, especially kind of like decoding, trying to decode the Google algorithms and the different algorithms of the like different websites. It, it, I think that just mindset actually ended up helping, um, you know, just the kind of like more analytical. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm more analytical, but somehow something about it made it a little bit more natural for me, and and definitely also it helped me because I was able to actually make the apps. Um, whereas a lot of people who they don't have the, the engineering degree, they they struggle with the apps or making products because they have to outsource and dump a lot of money, and then most of the time that'll be like a loss, you know. Um, in my case, I had to make like there's almost 200 iterations of my app. Um, you know, different things I tried with them, and that's just my main app. And if I had to outsource and hire anybody, that would, it would have been like over a hundred thousand dollars already. So that's kind of how I have a little bit of an advantage coming from the tech. Yeah. Okay. So you know, if I was listening to this, and I, you know, I guess I technically am listening to this because I'm right here. But, but if I was a listener, right now I'd be wondering, how the hell do I get uh, a million downloads or how the hell do I you know, hack a, you know, an SEO algorithm so I can you know, ultimately make money? And, and you know, whether it's quit my job and travel or whether it's you know, grow my business or double the business, whatever it is, I want to know how to do it. So where do we start? So I think people don't necessarily need to get into apps. I think people need to get into something at least where um, they're comfortable with. And especially if people are first-time entrepreneurs, there's a very famous blog post by, by Mark Suster. You know, I don't, I don't know if you ever come across of it, but um, uh, deer hunting, it, and it talks about how first first time entrepreneurs should go deer hunting. And uh, for people who are you know in, into animals rights, I'm also into animals rights. I'm not in, I'm not into hunting, but 
but that's just the blog post. Um, and it really talks about like you can hunt rabbits, deer, or elephants, right? And if you kill rabbits, they're easy to kill, but there's no meat there. And if you kill elephants, they're really hard to kill, right? So if you're a first-time entrepreneur, you should try to find an area like that's a deer. It's it's not that hard to kill, but there's a lot of meat there. And that's what I'm talking about. And what I mean by that is kind of like there's enough money to be made there, but the competition isn't that insane, right? If you try to go, oh, I love travel. Why don't I try to go after the travel industry? Well, that's an elephant, and you're probably going to fail. So you want to go after something smaller. But whatever you end up deciding on choosing, in, in what you should think about also you know, the niche, but also the platform, right? And a lot of people, you know, when people first start out, the first thing that they learn about marketing is like, and literally when I, uh, on my apps, because people enter like their marketing plans and literally like 80% of the people, they, they, they enter the same marketing plan, which is like the newbie, I'm going to promote my business with Facebook, Twitter, business cards, and flyers. And that's what like almost to my surprise, like almost 80% of the people literally, you know, this, they enter that. But as soon as they get a little bit more savvy, they get into like, oh, I'm going to do, you know, social media and SEO. And then they, they kind of start doing the Google search SEO, which is just like a mountain to climb in almost any niche at this point. And I think, you know, if I had done that with my business, right, like my business is about business and marketing, right? I would never rank for these terms. Business planning, forget it. Starting a business, forget it, right? It's just like, can I, so, so my business would be dead. Um, and so I think the first thing that I'd like to get people to think about is to realize that there are almost everything online is a search engine, right? And I think back in the day that meant Yahoo or Bing. But what, really what I mean is like Amazon is a search engine. Mobile app stores are a search engine. Um, iTunes are a search engine. Yelp is a search engine if your business is a local business. Um, almost any place, you know, YouTube is a search engine. So almost any place online, a huge part of the discovery happens through search. And I think that, in, not, not I think, but it's true that in all, in all of those search engines, you can, the, 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 the actual SEO, the ranking, um, which is how people can get the traffic, is infinitely easier than if they did it on Google search. So like, for example, my app is like number one on Android for the search business, right? And that's been for the last two years. There's like no way I would break into the top 10 even for, um, you know, in Google search on that. And so I ended up finding like easier hills to climb in terms of SEO. And it's important to keep in mind that any of these search engines, they can give you, if you're a small business, a flood of traffic. They're all gigantic. Um, and then, you know, what I also kind of like to tell people is that like don't, like SEO is great, but don't just focus on SEO because what most people don't even realize is that the real volume of traffic actually does not always come from SEO and you can get even more traffic if you can leverage the recommendation algorithms, right? Because on SEO, you're only going to, even if you're number one for some search term, you're never going to get more traffic then people are searching for that search term. So there's always a limit. Whereas if you leverage the recommendation algorithm for um, you know, any website, that website is gigantic. So for example, if you're on Amazon and if you're recommended, you know, people who bought this book also bought 
your book. Well, if your book appears next to some of the top books, there's infinitely more sales you can make than if you're ranking for whatever keywords you're after, even if your keywords are pretty juicy. So, and most people don't really think that. Hmm. People just stop at SEO. Um, but I also want to get people to notice that wherever there are search engines online, these secondary non-Google search engines, um, like Google does not have a, a recommendation algorithm, but almost everything else does. Amazon does, YouTube does, Udemy does, like you mentioned. Um, you know, even Yelp does to a lesser degree. Uh, there is, once you get the, those websites to, once you get those websites recommendation algorithm to favor your product, um, you're just going to get a flood of traffic. Um, you won't even know where they're coming from because they don't tell you. And that's why most people don't quite get. It's not, a, it's not a visual thing. Most people don't even see that their product is getting recommended next to other products. And that's why it, it, it never registers in most people's minds. Like SEO is visual. You can see your ranking, you check where you see where you are. When you're getting recommended, you actually don't see it unless you sort of know to aim for it. You know how to manip try to manipulate it, and then you check on it. Um, and I mean, you know, I call it like an advanced strategy. I mean, in marketing, like nothing is rocket science. Like it's not like brain surgery. But I, I, I you know, if most people don't do it, I kind of call it advanced. And I think this is something that like most people don't even. Not only they don't do it, but they don't like even think to do it. Hmm. That's fascinating, yeah, because most people are thinking about how do I how do I rank for so and so search term. But yeah, you're right. Like if you if you can rank for the recommendation algorithm, you get to capture all the traffic on Udemy. Well the potential goes way, way, way up. Same with Amazon and all these sites. So alright, so in this case, it sounds like so in you know in the people who are trying to rank a website in Google, this isn't really going to apply to them, but it's almost like you know, if you want to learn how to get traffic, perhaps an easier way than trying to rank your site in the search engine is going to be creating a product that you can sell on a platform like Amazon or Udemy or something that has a, a recommendation algorithm and then figuring out how to rank. So that might be creating a course on Udemy and then some people say, well, you've got to market it and, you know, that is a bit of a challenge. But if you can figure out how to get the, to game the algorithm, you could probably make more money on Udemy with a lot less effort and uh, you don't even have to spend any money on paid traffic. Right, and I'll tell you even a further point that, you know, Google SEO, the reason small companies like ours can't um, rank is because Google SEO algorithm at the moment strongly prefers very authoritative domains. So, you know, stuff like from CNN.com, even, even if it's almost not related, it will outrank you just because they're CNN.com, right? So, but Udemy and YouTube and Amazon and all those places, they are the authoritative websites. So it's actually easier to rank in Google with your Udemy course, your YouTube video, your Amazon page, right? your Amazon listing. Those things will rank more likely higher than your website. So it's actually an, a nice way to sneak into Google um, and you can do SEO for those pages the links you might build, the social media you might share, you can do them that for your listings on Udemy, YouTube, Amazon, and those listings will actually often rank above your actual website. So that's like another added benefit of building a business on these large platforms, because you also get that SEO benefit. 
Okay. Okay. So let's say that let's say that I'm convinced. Let's say that I'm like, all right, I'm I'm sold. I want to do this. I'm I'm not going to create my website. I'm going to go create a course on Udemy, um, or Amazon or something like that. What what? How do I do it? What's the what's the, how does this magic work? Right. So you always um, have to build a product that's competitive in quality, right? Because um, whatever it is, you might write a book or you might create a course. All of these websites, let's call them search engines, they track uh, when your product goes live, you, they track signals. And signals are typically um, engagement signals and social signals. Like engagement signals are like, you know, are people, you know, if it's Udemy, they track like, are people making it their way through the course, right? What's a course completion rate? Um, are people quitting the course at some point, um, right? If Obviously, if people are quitting earlier than competitive courses, then that's a plus one for the competitive courses, right? Um, and then there's the, the social things like reviews, right? Um, and, diff, you know, reviews are gigantic everywhere. Yelp, Amazon, Udemy. If you can, and if, so if you can have these signals that these search engines collect, and they're all very similar across the board, because they can't be different because they're all search engines. They all work on the same principles, just different search engines track slightly different. So what are those principles? Because it sounds like, because you're a technical guy, right? So maybe for you, because you know, I've seen this, like I'm, I'm somewhat technical, but probably more so, yeah, I'm a musician, but you know, back in the day, I, I think I'm very creative. So like, I'm not, I mean, I kind of get it, but when you say that yeah. all search engines are sort of the same thing, what do you mean? So, like, they track, they have these clues that they collect, right, about how people are using your product. And they collect that about your product and about competitive products, right? So, for example, with my apps, they collect, so the clues are, you know, like I mentioned, the reviews, right, the, and the quality of the reviews. And then on apps, it's like another issue is, you know, how, am I getting the numbers of daily downloads? And out of those downloads, how many people are keeping the app? How many people are deleting the app? Um, how many people are opening it daily? How many times they're opening it daily? For how long? So all those things are clues that the search engine, that's, you know, that's the app store collects, right? Hmm. But if you look at Amazon, they're almost identical because the reviews are there, right? The number of purchases, so the number of total engagements, you know, that's, that's a signal that they collect. And also, they, you know, they can track, you know, on the Kindle, how many pages people are reading, right? So if people are reading a larger percentage of um, your book compared to your competitors' books, that's a big plus for you. Same with Amazon. Sorry, same with YouTube, right? If people are watching your videos longer than competitive videos, that's a big plus for you. So, it, so across the board, they, they just want to track, are people engaging with your product longer? That's a big you know, it's not the definitive signal, but it's one of the very strong ones because if people are quitting early. That's a bad, bad sign, right? Hmm. Um, and it's, it's something it's hard for you to manipulate. Like reviews, you can manipulate them. You know, if you're a marketer, you, you, you know, you can manipulate reviews by asking your friends, having, you know, black cat strategies, whatever, but, uh, or let's say gray area strategies. Um, but, uh, but there's engagement signals that's really, it, it actually comes from the design of your product. It's, it comes from the quality of the product that you create. Because if the product is good, people are going to go through it. If the product is not good, they're going to quit it. And that, so you see all these things. So what I, what I call number of engagements, which is purchases, downloads on the app stores, views on YouTube, 
purchases on Udemy, those I call like engagements and reviews um, and total engagement, which is a little bit confusing because I'm, I'm, I'm using the word engagements and engagement in, in different ways. Um, but, and, and also the acceleration of these. So sometimes if you, if you're getting downloads or views faster than the competitor, that's a big plus for you, right? Hmm. And so sometimes what I try to do, and here's a kind of an advanced keywording tip, because again, all of these things are search engines, right? So keywording is very important. So in one headline, in one title, which is usually the most keyword, the keywords in the title are usually the heaviest weighted, I try to rank, I try to aim at multiple variations of keywords. So like business plan is a good example, right? Business in one headline, I might say, "Business plan: Colon, learn how to write a business plan and something something business planning today." Or and get your so I kind of basically I have different permutations. You know how to write a business plan. Uh, you know whatever. Like, yeah, so I don't know that was, I don't know if that was clear. Like, maybe I'll try another one. Like, I have a Facebook marketing right. Hmm. I have like a Facebook marketing video that's been ranking on YouTube for Facebook marketing, which is like a really competitive term. And so the, in that title, I rank for like Facebook marketing, Facebook marketing strategies, how to promote your business on Facebook. And so basically I, I put a lot of different combinations of potential keywords into the title. And so what that does is I get views from all those keywords, whereas the competitive videos only get views from one keyword. So my engagement, my total views are always more than the competitors. Right, okay. And because of that, yeah, and also the secondary thing, because of that over time, that's, that actually influences the recommendation algorithm and Facebook starts putting me on better and better other videos like, hey, people who watch this video also likes Alex's video, um, which gives me even more views. Um, and that's really the way to leverage these is to create a competitive product SEO it so that you can get a lot of traffic from different keywords that you're targeting, not just one keyword, and that acceleration of views or purchases or whatever, that's going to trigger, um, it's not the only thing, but it's one of the strong triggers of getting eventually um, recommended um, by this website, which really gets all the best worlds, right? And by the way, that ultimately, uh, that recommendation, the, that also helps you rank higher because you're getting more views and more engagement and more overall, you know, everything, right? More purchases, more views. And then you get propagated to be number one. And when you are number one for something like number one book for some topic, number one video for some topic, that's the thing that gets put into actual Google search. So over time, if you truly make a competitive great product, whatever it is, course, video, book, um, you will get the SEO traffic from that search engine, like let's say from Amazon or YouTube, you will get the recommendation algorithm traffic from that search engine, but also this will put you in the best position to rank in actual Google search more than your website would do that. Cool. Okay. So to break this down, because I know we're coming up on time here, to break this down into a step-by-step process, it sounds like step one is basically create, like build shit that matters. I'd build something that's actually uh, valuable, whether it's writing a book or creating a course or anything, whatever it is that you're creating, make sure it's just valuable, um, and then ev- that having a valuable product makes the rest easier, which is is pretty it's a pretty basic business concept. But so then it's a case of making sure that you've got keywords in the title, um, you know, making sure trying to get like a bump of traffic at the start. Because if you do that, 
you get a momentum, it's sort of like you get a little bit of an edge, and then you, your, your authority in terms of the algorithm uh, grows. Far, it sort of starts to outpace your competitors, and even if you're only point, you know, 10% ahead, that 10% compounds over time, eventually to the point where no one can catch up. Yeah, and it gives you amazing defensibility because exactly, it's very hard for people to jump over you and you just get entrenched in your number one position. Awesome, cool. Okay, well, that's, I think that's a pretty, I think that's a good, that's, that's a good little uh, episode. Um, I, I think someone could take this and create a product, as long as it's good, and apply some of these concepts and uh, probably, probably do pretty well at it. And if you've got an email list and you know how to write some emails, and you probably do if you've been listening to this podcast, uh, you're going to do even better because you're going to be able to drive traffic from your email list to your course on Udemy or on Amazon or whatever it is, which is going to create that edge. So let's wrap that portion up there. Now let's talk about the uh, the product that you and me are putting together. Tell me tell me a bit about so you, since you're the Udemy expert, I know we've created the outline and 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 what it's going to be about. Why don't you tell me and tell tell the listener as well um, why why you wanted to do this and and so we, we can give them a little bit of an insight into into your thinking behind it and why we decided to do this. Well, for me, um, I'm always like the traffic guy. Like I know how to leverage SEO. I have a ton of courses on social media, SEO, all you know business concepts. But, um, you know, it's funny because I myself, I'm, I've been a little bit behind on uh, email marketing and I feel like it's the perfect complement to um, the other courses that I have because email marketing is so amazing because, you know, in business, a lot of people are all, always after the subscription model, right? The recurring revenue model. But it's so hard to sign people up for that because, you know, people obviously, they're not stupid. They know they're going to not use the product and like keep paying, but the closest thing to it is email marketing in a sense because people don't have to sign up for a subscription, for a paid subscription to anything, but like you can you can reach out to them time and time again and if you can engage them, it's almost like they're subscribed to something and you can sell to them time and time again and just make thousands of percent more money from them. Hmm. So I thought just doing a course on exactly how to engage them, exactly how to form the emails, exactly how to like, you know, you got to sign up and, you know, that sign up doesn't answer your emails. Why not? You know, like it, it, it's so much work to actually get the person to sign up for your email and then they're just dormant and they don't open it. So I think this course was, I you know, I really wanted to do the course because I really wanted to open up that extra source of traffic, extra source of purchases, which will in turn help to influence those all those algorithms if you can get the army of your email subscribers to actually do what you need them to do it's almost like having like a marketing army for you every time you launch something every time you promote something um, then you have your own list and so that's why I mean that email marketing is so amazing and I really wanted to do the course okay cool I mean, you pretty much summarized it right there. Basically, we're creating a, a, a course on, obviously, email marketing. It's called, or the tentative title anyway, this might change, I guess, if we want to put keywords in there. The title I came up with was The Ultimate Guide to Sending, uh, let me actually bring up the full thing. It's The Ultimate Guide to uh, Email Marketing. Uh, here's the outline. The Ultimate Guide to Email Marketing, I think it's how to grow your list, build your audience, and make money every time you send an email. So just going to run through, I'm going to do a pretty comprehensive run through of everything that I know about email marketing that I've learned from doing 130 episodes uh, or 100, over 130 interviews now on, on this podcast and in launching Reengager, which is a new uh, e-commerce, well, somewhat new e-commerce email marketing agency. And it's all going to go into this course and then based on the feedback, we're, we're going to try and put something together that after that on specific topics that people want to learn 
more about. There's going to be uh, quizzes in there so you can refresh everything and make sure that you're uh, you're understanding. It. So you know some cool engagement pieces and uh, a bit of homework at the end of every section to keep you focused. And uh, one one of the cool things I've got going to mention in there is a I had a product ages ago called Stories That Sell. And that's going to be uh, one of the modules, one of the sections in there. So I'm going to talk about stories and, and break down uh, a framework I developed. It's called the HIPS framework, which will uh, show you how to, write e- uh, how to write stories in your emails that help you to sell more products, basically pretty straightforward. So we're going to have all that. Now, the, the link to, to learn more about the course, because by the time this goes live, as in right now, as you're listening to it, the, this course is probably going to be live. Yeah, to get, check it out, go to uh, the McMethod dot com slash udemy u d e m y okay so we're going to start off that'll that'll i'll uh, set up that link so it redirects directly to the uh, course page and um and later on if we create a second third fourth or when we create a second third and fourth course uh what we'll do is i'll update that link and uh, that'll take it take you to a landing page where you can look at all three or four or five courses or however many there are so that is www.themcmethod dot com slash udemy u-d-e-m-y to learn more about that now uh alex um before we go if if someone wants to get in touch with you or learn more about you or check out your udemy channel i don't know what you really call it but uh where's the best place for them to do all of that stuff uh you know i always suggest people um email me but my email is so brutal because it has my last name on it <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my website is problemio.com it's problemio.com which I, which is i guess the easiest thing i have to spell but so it's basically easiest to and all my my email is there you know you just go to the bottom and there's contact contact page and um i'm always happy to hear from people um and if people can remember my name it's uh, alex genadinic and if you just type in that into google a million things come up one of them is you know udemy my udemy courses um and uh I think if people can actually find the show notes of this podcast, um, maybe there'll be a link to all my courses and the discounts for them. Um, so if, if you're good at like finding, remember my name and spelling it, um, then there'll be discounts for you. Awesome. <laughs> but, really, but really, it's problemio.com. It's problemio.com. And all my stuff is there, especially go to the bottom, contact us. And I'm always happy for, to hear from people. It's My business is sort of predicated on helping people. So... I love hearing from people, and I welcome people to reach out. Awesome. So I just went to Google and typed in Alex Ganadinik. So it's A-L-E-X. It's pretty easy. The, the surname is Ganadinik. So G-E-N-A-D-I-N-I-K. Now, if you search for that, too, you're going to find the, uh, the number one result right here uh, is your Udemy page. We've got LinkedIn. There's looks like there's something on Amazon, which is uh, Twitter. Then you've got Problemio. So basically, you can either go to Google and type in Alex Ganadinik, or you can go to the McMethod.com, find the show notes, and uh, I'll have links to uh, all of this, you know, the Udemy page and uh, Problemio, as well as the McMethod.com slash Udemy. That'll all be at the show notes as well. So we'll cover all our bases, and there's no way you can't find this. So I think we're good. Is there any final words of wisdom? I, you know, I think the smartest thing for me, I just realized, it, because, you know, I am like a SEO guy, I should make when people type into Google Alex G, that should bring up my name, you know, in, in the suggestion box. Yeah, I, I know what you I, mean. I'm gonna check that. You should do that. I mean, that's your recommendation algorithm for Google, right? Yeah. Oh my God, that would be such a good thing. Like Alex G, that's just me. You know, all you have to do is just Alex G. That will solve all my last name problems. Well, I'm seeing um, Alex Alex Gray comes up. Have you ever done this in Google? This is just a bit of fun at the end of the episode. You go in and type in Alex is a <laughs> Alex I'm is right a. Now. 
do it right now. <laughs> Tell me what you oh, fish. I, I, I do come up. Alex G, I am there. But really? I'm, right now, I'm like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight person. Uh, okay, see, I'm, I'm only seeing the first four. But if you say Alex is a, you're going to see Alex is a poo. <laughs> I wonder what it says John is. John, Alex is a dork. John is a doctor who does not make house calls. Here we go. John is a six-year-old with chronic serous otitis media. Treatment for his condition would be. Johnny's a self-employed computer consultant. John, for me, it says John is awesome. I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's pretty cool too. What if you do John? John McIntyre is a. Oh, nothing comes up for that, so the surname doesn't work. Anyway, we uh, this is just a bit of fun at the end of the episode. So yeah. What? Maybe maybe this is messed up. I think it's messed up. But if I just type Alex into Google, I am number four. Like in the recommendation, but maybe that's just because it's for me. That'll, yeah, that'll be because you're logged in. It's tracking your IP, your cookies. But then I'm logged into something else. But then, but I'm I'm like in a browser where I'm not. But maybe it's smarter than me. May, I mean, maybe maybe there's something. Maybe there's a ghost in that machine. Um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here. I'll have links to all this in the show notes at the McMethod. And um, if you want to learn more about email marketing and how to make money every time you send an email, the best thing you can do is check out that Udemy course. And uh, I'll see you in there. Alex, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. And I hope my strategies really helped you on it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.